All right, everything looks good on the computer. It is recording. It is. This is the second time we're recording this episode for the first time ever. And it's not a treat. It's a Monday. I just got home from work. Christian had to drive a half hour up here or whatnot. You know, it's a lot of inconveniences. We do it for the people. We do. And for the first time we recorded this, we had Alex and Chris. That sounds great in the mic. Um, Sorry. <laughs> the, the, the first time we did this, we had Alex and Chris with us. And so it was a little probably more a little more entertaining. They're they're very entertaining folks. And uh, and now they're at the store and young Papa doesn't have much time. Is that what we're calling you now is Papa? I, I apologize in advance for even just calling myself that it's super weird but i used to do it for a while because it's hilarious but now it just feels like i'm at that age where it's kind of scary you know i like poppy better poppy yeah it doesn't really it doesn't really fit too well for like a pasty white kid from california it makes it even better there you go yeah people will get it right they're yeah. like oh he's being comical for sure yeah so christian and i may be haunted but it is what it is right i wasn't haunted till i met you you're welcome Probably not. Probably very, you know, logical explanations for both the things we experienced. But in the past, well, this was the past week. Yeah, a couple of days ago. Okay. Yeah. In the past week, Christian's had some some weirdness going on at his apartment, and then I I was walking into the studio a couple of days ago, and I was looking out the windows as I went, and I slowly heard like the door just slowly creak open, like it does. And so I stop in my tracks and I look up, and the shop door is like wide open which doesn't ever happen. And it's a door that if it's not latched, it does slowly creak open. But the door was latched. It had to have been because people were using the other door like constantly all day and nothing happened. And then when I start walking to the door, it slowly creaks open. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a vacuum thing. Maybe it just finally gave way and, and opened up. Or maybe there's demons in the studio. Who's to say for sure? Maybe a spirit expected you to come in and record. Hmm. Because not only are we a podcast, we're a spiritual realm podcast. True. Yeah. We're a spirit. We're, we're a spirit for the podcast. We're a podcast for the spirits. Yes. Yeah. So when it's, when it's us talking, just know there, there's other people here or other entities here. They are all around us. So, so what happened to you this past week? You can share with the people. I've heard the story, but. Well, I was at home and I was in my office doing podcast stuff on the computer. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so I have a, a light in there. I have the overhead light and then I also have an extra light with my colorful light bulbs. And that one started to flicker on and off to the point where it got annoying enough to where I'm like, please stop. Yeah. Like in one of our other podcasts we talked about and it didn't. So I went over and just flipped, flipped it off, forgot you, about it. You just flipped it off. You're like, yeah. Fuck you. Well, no, I mean, turned it off. <laughs> And then flipped it off. Yeah, there you go. Which probably wasn't a good idea because then, like a couple nights later, the bedside lamp that I had on to read started flickering. So that got annoying. And it's two different rooms. So, yeah. Two different outlets, everything, two different types of lights. Sure. Yeah. It's really yeah. showing the full spectrum there. Right. So I just flipped that off and turned on my little starry thing that lights up the whole room with stars and stuff. And those are pretty dope. Forgot about it so I could go to sleep. That's what you do in those situations. You're like, what am I going to investigate this right now? No, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. if I open the bedroom door, maybe something's standing out there laughing at me. Do I need to see that? No. Probably not. No, I don't think so. It's all cool till you see a something laughing at you that shouldn't be there. Agreed. Yeah. That's when it starts getting kind of weird. You're like, whoa, now a little too far there, sir. Yeah. Back in the shadows you go. Yeah. We uh, can, we can uh, coexist and cohabitate. Just keep it down. Sure. Don't yeah. scare me. So I, I just suggested all this work we're pouring into season two, getting that ready to go. Uh, maybe something's latched onto us. Maybe it's like, it's time to haunt these guys. They look like they're ready. Which could be a problem when you're when you're editing. I'll listen for some like EVP or something over the mics. Yeah. Just something like, get out. 
Yeah. Like, oh, God. What was that? EVP is fake, isn't it? I don't think so, no. There's been some really interesting EVPs. Like, I don't believe all of them because some of them are like, they're like, okay, well, that was definitely nothing. But the people that are on the TV, they're like, oh, no, that was, that he was saying that his uncle died when he was 14. And you're like, I don't think so. That didn't sound anything like that. But there's been a few that have been like crazy good. Well, there's also a science explanation for EVP recordings and why we think we hear certain things. Mm -hmm. And it's we'll, we'll have to bring it up on a future podcast and maybe use an example because it's it's kind of fun to see how easy it is or how easily suggestible we are. Yeah. And that's part of the problem with that is if we're that easily suggestible or if we can believe we hear something to the point where we convince other people they can hear it. It kind of takes away from some of the, the firmness mm. to what some people believe. So at least in, in a lot of cases, you're going to find that it's more a suggestion type of thing than an actual sound. You know, I'm not saying everyone, but. Well, I mean, uh, as people find out, I believe it's next week, the finale, right? I think this is the episode before the finale. Sorry, again, this was recorded already and then uh, realized that it didn't record at all. What a shocker. But in the finale, you will have Chris and Alex back in the studio and Chris is going over some of his paranormal tales. And one of them, he says they recorded like a Ouija board session and they picked up a little something on the EVP. Mm. So if you don't remember, it's understandable because there's a lot that goes into this. And so it's easy to mix stuff up or mix stories up or forget what you read or any of that stuff. But you'll be reminded next week. Yeah. Theoretically, we haven't recorded that episode yet. Not so yet. I have no idea no. what you're talking about. Exactly. So it makes sense that you don't remember it because we're in the past. Totally. Yeah. So anyway, that's thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> no, that's that's not what we're that's not what we're here to talk about. This is the uh, second to final episode of, of Summer Break. Christian and I have just been working our asses off for the summer break to bring you guys as much fun stuff as we could. You know, what have we done? We launched a YouTube, uh, started hitting the TikToks pretty hard, getting all kinds of stuff going. So it's been it's been fun branching out, start filming, except for this episode. I uh, decided against it for obvious reasons. It's Monday and I'm tired. Outside of that, you know, we, we've introduced a lot of fun stuff into the show over the past few months. Yeah, I guess we're probably pretty excited for season two. We're excited to see where that leads, right? I think it's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of spooky stories, a lot of crazy stories. Oh, yeah. My favorite. Um, I, I, I am really excited about it. I think it's just going to be the bee's knees. I don't know what I'm trying well, to say. Welcome back to the 1940s. 50s, maybe? I have no clue. 40s, probably. I, I say that all the time, too, so it's all right. Uh, but anyway, let's get into the episode. Intro music. Go. Welcome back to TFD Summer Break. I'm joined, as always, by Christian. And today we're, we're going to be... Well, Christian has, has come up with some uh, some fun little random, weird, freaky quotes that children have said. And who doesn't love a scary child? So They're all scary. We've heard on and off through years different things that, that kids say. Mm. You know, there used to be a show 
Kids by Say the Darnest Thing. Hosted by a very, very bad man. Yes. It popped up on TikTok lately. I, I think throw some credit in the right way. At Michael Armstrong 444 had a lot of, a lot of good ones. But I just wanted to throw a couple of them out there and, and get your thoughts on it. Yeah, definitely. So this comes from a, this is a comment. When my son was about four or five, he described Abraham Lincoln's assassination in specific detail, naming people in attendance and their family members. So a four or five year old yeah. telling you about Abraham Lincoln's assassination would be kind of strange. That is, yeah, that's that's super peculiar. I wonder, like, how much detail did he give? Like, just like, I mean, how many people did he name? You know, there was like, oh, I know 20 people that were there that night. Or was it, like, was he the entertainment or was he the dude that pulled the trigger? It would have been interesting if he could, if he was naming people that aren't really historical figures, but we know were there. You know, like, you know, the president was there and probably some of his people, but a lot of the people were just normal people watching a play. Just random folks looking for for a play in for a bad time, unfortunately. Yeah. Another one is my son told me about his past life when he was three. He also thanked me for being the nicest mom. I feel like the theme of past lives is something that comes up quite often in these, uh, like when the kids like recount their past lives or something. If I start thinking about it, I get lost pretty quickly. I'm like, I try to grasp but my mind's like, "Mm, not for you, pal. You can't do it. Well, and, and I'd heard this years ago that sometimes, you know, if your kid's three or four or younger, if you ask them, where were you before this? And it'll get a little confusing to the kid just because of the way their brains think, but you just kind of keep going, yeah. where were you before you were born? See what they say. They were like, I was in the room. What do you yeah. mean before this? Yeah, yeah. that's kind of how it's going to go at first until you break it down a little. But also, depending on how the kid child was raised, if it's a religious household you might get a different answer you so you got to take some of that into effect but if you get a child describing all the people that were there the night abraham lincoln was assassinated yeah that's gonna leave you wondering what's going on here how does this kid know this true did they make it up would there be any way for you to fact check it be like just look up like what was that name again son right and and in some cases state people do go and fact check the children and in some cases they find out that the ch- child was right. Now, yeah. how was the child right? Were they reincarnated? Did they just tap into the uh, invisible web that's above our head the that ether. transfers yeah. Yeah, information? Who's to say? Um, I, actually, while we're on the subject of fact-checking, I get to put this on the audio because I only really covered it on the video. And so people that listen to the episode might not know that the things have changed. And in this podcast, if either one of us or any of us, when Heather's here, is wrong on something... I'd like to be able to, in the future, like the next episode or something, or even down the line, be like, oh, yeah, it turns out we were wrong about that. Don't believe that with your whole heart. We did an episode recently on Megalodon, and your boy went pretty hard in the paint with uh, with the Noah's Ark story. And it turns out, like, within 10 minutes of editing this episode, I was like, I'm going to pull up that article just so I can just plaster it all over this fucking... <laughs> And boy, that was a humbling two hours that I spent editing the rest of that episode. Dude, I was like, it's not fun listening to yourself completely say something that has been proven wrong like 10 years plus ago. So yeah, yeah, apparently the structure they found on top of Mount Ararat was not. And I sent Christian links from some Christian scientists that was uh, pretty much saying like the second I saw this stuff, I knew it wasn't. Like there's there's no, and then he pointed to scripture saying it doesn't say it lands on Mount Ararat. It says it landed on the mountains of Ararat, so surrounding area possibly. Who knows? Yeah. But either way, it was not that structure. And shame on those people because it's probably because of them saying that this was Noah's Ark or whatever 
and pushing that even after this dude told him it wasn't they kept pushing that narrative like oh no we found it we found it this is it right you know and so that that just messes everyone else's head up for the foreseeable future because you're just spreading like false information well i think it got debunked a long time ago but yeah. then when you get twitter and oh yeah um TikTok and things like that and youtube yeah it becoming popular like, it said something like 2010 yeah. or it was either 10 or 17 but i want to say it was 10 i and will say you were really confident oh that's usually that like episode. if i'm super confident on a lot of things especially one thing in particular that hasn't been around for ages and i'm just like no nah, no nah, i think i got this i'm probably wrong i also do take the time to look into it when i'm editing to make sure and so if there's grounds for me to stand on we won't have a conversation like this in future episodes <laughs> As you can see this time, there's nothing that I can even grasp to that was somewhat like factual about this thing. There's there's bad Christians out there, and there's good Christians, and there's good Christians pod, that podcast, and that's who I'm sitting across from. So a wide variety of Christians on the earth. These ones were kind of shitty. They had an agenda. Everybody yeah. does, and that's <laughs> that's yeah. That's what makes it why we can't have good things. I guess is the best way to say yeah. it. You've, you've got a very gratifying smile on your face as I'm sharing this. It's not a gratifying because because I I knew at that you, you knew I, all along. Like, I knew oh, I was right yeah. at that point because I looked that up long ago. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of people that need Noah's Ark to be real. Maybe it is. Maybe it was. It's definitely not that thing though. Yeah. So that's that's for sure. That's kind of the problem when you build your history around certain things that are almost magical, but you're not supposed to believe in magic, kind of. I do believe in magic, though, so jokes on everyone else, you know? Well, I mean, in general, though. Yeah, I got you. So. But I, I just, I felt like clearing that up because, again, like, I put a big old, if you watch the YouTube video of it, literally the entire time that I'm, like, just talking mad shit, there's a graphic next to me with quotes from this one dude saying that it's definitely not what I was portraying that it was. So it's good to, yeah, it's very humbling. But it's going to happen. That's, We're oh, on a podcast. Happens. Yeah, for sure. My time will come. Uh, <laughs> it will come. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's many times over, but sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're we're gonna do our best, especially in season two. Uh, look into this stuff after, even after we record, and if something pops up, let you guys know that hey, we got this information wrong. And if we say something that you know for sure is wrong, email us the you know the story itself or whatever, proving that it's wrong, and we'll you know correct it in the future. And maybe come come across a new topic or a new way to discuss yeah. it. Maybe correct it. If you're someone that just hates everything and says, "Oh, this is proof that ghosts don't exist," I'm not gonna put it on the show. Because it doesn't exist. Wait, what'd you say? What? Huh? I don't even remember, man. Yeah. It's Monday. I'm tired. Uh, leave a comment on Instagram if you can tell that Scott was tired during this episode. I want to hear it just so I can perk up a little bit for the next ones. You I mean, can, yeah, be, you can continue with the scary children's stories. We really got, I just, I had to put that in there because there was no other place for me to put it. I wasn't going to sit down and record a segment saying I was wrong. I was like, this is easier. I'll just throw it in this episode. I, I'm not gloating over this one. Hmm. I'd forgotten completely about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm here to remind you. But I also knew you were wrong when you were telling me. Yeah. So it really doesn't make any any sense to you. You're just like, wow, oh, I knew this. This is not new information. Yeah. Did you go through and look up how you're wrong about dating past? Uh, no, surprisingly. We've had, we've had guests for the last God knows how long, and I've had zero time to focus on stuff that doesn't exist. Actually, so. <laughs> you don't even have to look that up. I think we'll come across it again in season yeah. two, and then we can just deal with it then. There you go. Yeah. You we'll, can bring, just... we'll bring a little bit of science to that, because we've argued over it a couple times about yeah. it. So we'll bring a little science and see. And Science for dummies. 
Oh, thank you. But even after that, I'll probably bring it up with like if you bring up some weird shit, like some ultra weird shit, I'm going to bring it up again. Regardless of if you showed me information that at one point in time proved me wrong, it's going to just kick the gears off again. I'm going to, nope, here we go. The fun thing about being the skeptic is I probably won't be bringing up weird shit. That's your job. Yeah. All right. Back to the kids. My kiddo had recurring nightmares of a ship sinking in a storm. She had the name of the ship and a date. I looked it up and it was a destroyer from World War II. Man, that's weird. Yeah, that that one is a little weird. I mean, there there are ways to get that information, and some kids are really brilliant about it. That's a really that's a but, small amount of kids, I'd imagine. Right, exactly. And most kids aren't into history at that that age. No, and, and there could be a lot more to the story, but they're fun little quotes to get you thinking. And how old did they mention, or did you say my kiddo? It just said my kiddo. That one oh. didn't have an age, so it could be like a twenty eight year old that was like, I was on a destroyer before this. Could be. Yeah. But by then, the kids have usually lost their magical brain. We've Some. beaten it out of them. Some of them. Your boy's still holding on strong to his. You know what, though? Even if you keep it, though, that's almost more- Beautiful. Traumatic. Oh. Because you got one foot one foot in a world that you're not <laughs> you sure really, really exists. <laughs> you got to be really careful. You, I no, thought you are going to be like, you have one foot in reality and one foot in definitely not reality. No, you have a, a foot in a world that you're not sure really exists. You yeah. feel like it does, you have a connection to it. Yeah. But there's not really any proof, you know, so you're kind of looked at differently. And I think and one of the nice things about our society now is that is more accepted. The differences yeah. in people, you know, we don't see it in the news and stuff like that. But if you watch how kids grow up now, there is a big difference in how they see the world and how they're able to interpret the world and be themselves than, say, 20 years ago, 30, yeah. 50, 100 years ago. Kids, there is more of an opportunity for kids to, to be interested in what they're interested in, to have the opportunity to explore True. that yeah. and to have that one foot in a world that's not necessarily a reality. Mm. But the stuff they bring, especially artists, bringing stuff from that world, just because that's the way they think, yeah. is producing some great things, whether it's in film, you know, writing, yeah. YouTube or TikTok or move, you know, anything. There's We're getting a lot of great information because people aren't stuck in the male, female, al alpha, beta type thing that we have mm. had in the past. It's yeah. getting a little bit better. A lot of, long way to go, but I think kids... These type of things we'll see more of and we'll explore more of in the future. Mm -hmm. Like, what are these kids talking about? Here's a creepy one. Let's My nephew it. told me all about the time they put electricity in his chair before and he died. But it's okay because he was a bad man. I was a bad, bad man, mama. Yeah. Nephew, aunt, I guess. Yeah, that's okay. Well, the, here's another thing. What if, like, because a lot of these, again, are tying into like past lives pretty much. Like, it's not so much like the my child saw demons floating around the room. It was like, I remember this from my past life. Right. So, what happens if those traits bleed over into the new life as well? Like, if you are, you don't just remember these things, but you are actually a very similar person to you were to who you were in that past life. So what if he's still a bad man? It's a classic horror trope. That's that's weird, man. That's that's a lot of food for thought. I don't know if I could uh if they said that if they're like, "Yeah, I got, you know, electrocuted to death, but no big." You know, I'd, I'd be like, mm, "A little big." How about It's kind of fascinating the kid. Oh, that's okay that it happened that way cuz he was bad. I was bad in that life. I would really like to look into if there are any correlations with people that have these things happen and the type of person that they were. 
Like if there was some kind of connecting thread that it's like this person was a real, you know, piece of shit on earth. And so that when they died, they just like relived it a different like, hey, better luck next time. Like kind of like what's that Duncan Trussell show? Uh, I think he talked about reincarnation in one of those those episodes. And it was actually really good because it was kind of that thing. It was like each time that you're reincarnated, you pretty much like do better and better and better and better until you balance the scales of if you're actually worthy of a quote unquote afterlife. And I don't remember which religion it was. It's Buddhism. Buddhism. Okay. But yeah. And so it's like until you tip those scales in, in the favor of good, then you're just going to keep reliving and reliving and reliving. It's kind of like a, a lesson. Yeah. A, a learning experience in your different in, our incarnations. Yeah. And, you know, there's stories that say that before you're born you get to choose your incarnation that's a weird one and that, that but is it really weird kind of i right? mean it feels weird but it also feels right i mean why would our world make sense to randomly end up in uh like a refugee camp in rwanda or something some third world country where it's just yeah. miser miserable it it's it's more comforting to us if we think there's got to be a reason reason and you had a choice in that reason to end up in nazi germany as a jewish child you know it's hard to fathom why, why. yeah that for me it'd be like well what about kids that like you know didn't have parents or or whatever or like they're like oh this is my family and the parent like put them up for adoption or something it just it seems weird but i have heard that theory before and it got really weird and it, we're probably it, not gonna go into the details of the theory itself but but yeah like it's I don't know. It's all what if that's and this is something we didn't touch on when we last recorded it. But what if that's breaking out of the simulation type thing? Like when this reincarnation is just never ending. Right. What if it was never ending until you took a different path and you break out of that simulation or, somehow or until the programmers needed you to solve another problem and yeah. then they put you in a different simulation? I, I was listening to an episode of Belief Hole. And if you don't listen to Belief Hole, you really need to. Fantastic dudes. But they talked about, you know, Philip K. Dick is, right? Yeah. Yeah. They talked about him and his uh, pretty much belief on like his his writing and stuff like that, pretty much saying that he lived everything out. Like he believed this stuff was true and that we were in a simulation of sorts. I'm like, damn, that's pretty crazy because that dude's got some stories. Yeah. How do you, have you, have you ever heard that? Have you looked have, into that at all? I haven't heard it from him, but I have heard that before. You should, honestly, I'll, I'll let you know what the episode is from Belief Hole because they did a really good job on it and I would butcher it if i tried to share it but the idea of simulation theory like breaking out of that and like breaking that cycle and then truly moving on to an afterlife or doing something outside like whatever it is i think that's that's kind of fascinating to think about too but we are energy so we're gonna have an afterlife yeah we can't get rid of energy so but why would the afterlife be reliving the life again or reliving a different life over and over you know you know what i mean well like, if you're in a simulation then there's a problem being worked out in the simulation or something being studied or tested it's just going to keep playing itself out over and over again until the programmers get their information Ah, and then the kids that remember the shit just didn't have their fucking memories or hard drives wiped. And so it was like, there you go. When you respawn, oh, I remember everything. There was a glitch in, in the simulation of sorts. I think we may have just opened up an entirely new realm of simulation theory that people need to hop onto. It, it's going to keep coming up yeah. because that's between that being kind of a, new, a th popular thing. Yeah. And then having, you know, some of our best entertainment of the Marvel entertainment world going into a multiverse. It's kind of similar. Yeah. It's kind of the same way of thinking. Shows that people are at least really into the idea or into the possibility of it, you know? Like, right. And just last night I was watching, I don't know if it was a documentary, but it was a scientist, Brian Green, was talking about the possibility that the materials exist in our universe, uni universe, hmm. 
for a brain to kind of spawn out of basically what's in the universe, just randomly spawn in space or just a brain in, just... in time. <laughs> and now imagine that that's what our brain has done, yours yeah. or mine. And our brain's just floating around out in space, functioning however it would function. Yeah. And this is more, I think, quantum mechanics that were time. Can, the reason it would work is because there would be enough time because time would just go on and on. Mm. So the random things that could happen could produce a brain. Yeah. So our brain is out there and everything we think we know, including sitting in a podcast studio, is just a story we've made up. Well. Not not really simulation theory, but really weird. That's I'll a little more terrifying than simulation theory. You tell me, I'm sitting here talking to you and I could just be floating out in the ether just like. What's ah, worse? Yeah, you know, like. I could be floating out in the ether and imagined you and you don't even <laughs> exist. No, that is worse because then you're a skeptic in your reality, but in that means your brain wanted you to be a paranormal podcaster to some extent and created this little thought series of us talking back and forth on this stuff. So that means you're technically a believer. Or I've produced you to prove to my floating brain that I my intellect is superior and I'm correct. And, in, and what's the problem with that is, in the end, I'm just a lonely brain floating in space without a mouth yeah. or body. The real problem with that theory is that if you were to do that, I would hope you'd choose someone a little more intellectual and like well-spoken that could touch on all these subjects and just really you know, knock them out of the park. Me, I'm still in the dark on a lot of stuff. I'm very, there's a big air of mystery surrounding me at all times. I don't fully understand the stories that I read. Like I love them and I believe them, but there's certain things that in this world that happen that you're like, I just don't, it doesn't like my brain can't compute. And I really wish I could understand. So I would hope that like you'd set yourself or maybe it works out that you did create all this because after all, you would pick some weird dummy to talk about weird shit with instead of, you know, some guy wearing a tweed jacket to which I am not. Well, since you don't exist, I guess you should be happy in knowing that if you did exist, I would be hanging out podcasting with you. Super. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Yeah. yeah. That's a, a really weird turn. That's that's what happens with, with any kind of... This is a child... It starts with a child saying weird stuff and it ends with us discussing our you know existential crises and long-form podcasting. But it's cool. Let's continue. Let's continue. My daughter would laugh and say, hey, do you remember when I was your grandma? And then stare off. And, nev and never elaborate. She did this until she was six. That is is kind of, it's a little creepy, but it's more funny to me because kids say some really fucking stupid shit. And she could have just really got a kick out of it. Being like, hey, you remember when I was your grandma? <laughs> kids are fucking weird. You know, so like, at least that one's not super crazy. Like, I would think if it was truly the grandmother, they would be like more loving about it. And be like, you've grown into such a beautiful woman or something. Like, you know, like, I can't imagine just be like, Haha, remember that time? Like, you know what? If I was to come back and I had been a grandpa, that's total like grandma, grandpa humor, especially to mess with your kid. You'd come back and mess with your kid through their kids. That'd be kind of funny. True. And there would have to be some kind of like cosmic irony in that, right? Like there would have to be something where if you step back from the whole, the whole big picture, you'd be like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. It's, like, like, it's yeah. like that karmic debt, debt is being repaid Yeah, for you being difficult. All right. We've gone through some kind of laughable ones. This one's going to get a little different. From Ocean's Daughter, O-S-H-U-N-S-D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. And it's titled Twin Eight Twin. One day this this woman, the mother, was sitting in a room with the young child of about three or four. Um, out of the blue, she all, the child all of a sudden told her brother, do you remember when you ate me? And quote, and she was dead damn serious, unquote. 
mm-hmm. what the mom says. The funny thing is the, the boy chuckled. He's like, yeah. No, nah, it's a little. Yeah. So the mom's kind of freaking out and basically asking what the hell is going on. She's like, yeah, mom, he ate me. We were really, really hungry and I thought we were going to die or something and he was bigger than me, so he just ate me. She goes on to say, but I didn't want to be born a boy anyway, so it's okay. I got what I wanted. So the mom goes a little bit farther and tells a story about when she was pregnant with her son, she was actually pregnant with identical twins. Hmm. She went through many medical scares, including being hospitalized because she couldn't hold nutrients in. As she started feeling better, the doctors wanted to do another ultrasound. And there was only one baby in there with two umbilical cords. Taking all the nutrients. When she asked the doctor about it, the doctor basically was like, yeah, that happens sometimes. My baby ate my baby? Yeah, that's uh, that brings up some interesting questions. Uh, not just uh, like memory-wise. Like remembering that, first of all, would bring on an entirely different conversation that would most likely make a lot of listeners of this podcast very uncomfortable. Well, to me, it just shows... There is a cellular cellular memory, mm. you know, because at the time that that would happen, that's not an, a mom that's eight months pregnant yeah. having a huge ass baby, you know, going yeah. vampire on the other that'd baby. Be very, in the world. That'd be an interesting story. Yeah, yeah. It's when that happens, it's really early before there's brains, heart, anything. It's more cells. But does it have to be cellular or could it be like a, leaning more towards like proof of like a soul of some kind or like some kind of spirit body where it's like you know when you're being grown i guess inside your mom you got this and then it's like oh the kid ate well the soul's got to go back to wherever it came from well there's a lot of people that would go with that Mm. and there's a lot of people with an agenda that would go with that to prove their point to an extent yeah but there's nothing in there that should be a soul at that point and there's people that believe that the soul doesn't actually enter the child until that first cry. That first cry? It's like, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've never heard cellular memory before, so that feels... Well, that's one of the... uh, I've heard that used years ago when explaining like reincarnation is that you have a genetic memory that maybe, you know, some of these past lives are things that your DNA experienced. Kind of like the... um, well, we, we talk about it all the time, like the stone tape where it's like uh, imprinted on the earth, like that right. where ghosts, you see the ghosts or whatever, just living out of memory. Like, so something like that, but like for like a family line. Yeah. Well, that'd it's, be interesting. it's just, you know, and you know, we can go so far back, you know, you go 10 generations back, you have hundreds of people, if not thousands to chew from choose from wow you think about eating that baby aren't you christian yeah monster (laughs) now that kind of um what's the other thing you're familiar with like generational curses like the idea of that and stuff yeah right that that could kind of be something like that like something super traumatic happens and it kind of like bleeds out into future generations why couldn't the same happen with some kind of like dna thing where it's like it's stamped on your your family line you know well it's it's funny with the dna thing and we might have talked about it in a previous episode but they've done studies on you know famine survivors so you know say somalia places like that where there's been a massive famine that's decimated the population yeah what they find out is the children of these famine survivors do do pretty good health wise and you know physically mentally everything the grandchildren are a lot stronger genetically according to this study they're able Mm. to handle you know, certain things like famine better. Yeah. Because something that happened when their parents were going through it changed their DNA or prepare their DNA for future generations to be mm-hmm. able to survive something like that 
better. Gotcha. There are certain things within our DNA that set us up like that. Why couldn't it go a little farther to, you know, maybe some of these things we think we remember, especially since our memory is so bad anyway, in general, yeah. aren't from anything, you know, like a reincarnation, but from something in our DNA that's just encoded within us yeah. to help us, you know, survive as a species. Could be. Who knows? Could be the same thing as like, if you put a snake in front of a monkey that's never seen a monkey, it's going to freak out because deep within its DNA is that's a predator that they need to worry about. Yeah. It knows that monkey's going to fuck shit up. Yeah. All right. So we have one from Shiver Paranormal. Nice. Let's see if I can say this name. Nazi Al Denef. And this is basically a kid that just all of a sudden started giving his parents problems classic he started saying i'm not small i am big i have lots of weapons i know how to handle them my children are young and i want to see them and to his his mother he said my wife is prettier than you shots fired mom yeah and all this around the time he just turned one years old that is a lot of words to be saying when yeah. you're one year old yep later he began threatening his parents to take him to a village called Kabar Kamun. The five-year-old Nazi was able to direct his parents the entire way despite never having, having traveled there. He led them straight to a woman named Nadia Kadaj, the recent widow of a murdered bodyguard, Faoud Kadaj. The boy claimed that this was his wife and that he was Faoud reincarnated. He remembered details of the couple's drunken arguments, and he knew the exact hiding place where Faoud kept his weapons, including the name of an incredibly rare gun he secretly gifted to his brother, the Cheki 16. Damn. The family was convinced that Nazi was their reincarnated father. That's... So they never answered the question, was the wife super hot, like better looking than the mom? To Faoud, obviously. Or well, I hope boy. so, yeah, but... Faoud Nazi thought so. Did the five-year-old end up marrying his old wife and be like, all right, lady, I don't know this is unconventional, but... That's gotta, creepy, man. We gotta make this work. That's creepy. <laughs> and, and I think this is just recent, so he's probably really? still not of age. I'd love to look into that story. That's crazy. Okay, so from one to five, pretty much, he was just a bitch and a half, being like, listen to me, lady, I got guns. I know where they're at. I could blow you away. I'm a big man. I'm a very big boy. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's super creepy. That what was I? Oh, that it doesn't not so much reincarnation. It actually kind of I guess in a sense, but it reminds me of like walk-ins, right? Like maybe somebody walked into this kid and yeah, made him start saying this stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of weird theories out there with um, and it's gonna get pretty macabre pretty quickly. So I apologize, but like like infant death or something like that. And then when one soul leaves, another soul enters, like takes up that space. Because mm. there's a story that I that I think we're gonna do in season two if we can get around to it. That is pretty much the craziest walk-in story I've ever heard in my life. Um, about girl that was like a what's it called in Egypt when you're the woman? Not not queen, but like a high priest. Yes, is it priestess? Priest could be a priestess. Yeah. Okay. Well, some some big big shot in like ancient Egypt, and literally is to this day an Egyptologist. Like she was and like, she, and she's not a queen. <clears throat> she might have been a queen. She might may have been a queen, but she literally was like walking. Like her parents actually, I think, and I may butcher this story, but ended up taking her to Egypt, and she was walking around the area she used to live, and she's like, this doesn't make sense. Like this was all green. This was beautiful. This, but really hammering at home with all the details, and to the point that she actually does that for a living now like from a small child into adulthood she is now like probably the primary uh 
fact getter for people in Egypt. That's a horrible. That's Egyptologist. Egyptologist. I said it right the first time, right? I was like, did I make up that word? No, that would be. That's what it kind of reminds me of. This this little boy is like, like maybe something happened. He choked on his broccoli or something. He's one. His the baby soul goes off to Funland, and this asshole who had just died at the time, like reincarnates or his soul happens to get trapped inside this small child because how can you talk that much at one year old like how could you be like you're 12 months on this earth and you're already like making threats and shit that's crazy it you know these days that there's people that can quote full monologues from a tv show at one year old i have okay maybe or i'm hanging out with some seriously dumb one-year-olds but (laughs) nobody's even saying or normal one-year-olds yeah kids are are really amazing with their capacity to learn yeah. So it, I've seen kids that young that can talk like that, not usually ones threatening. We're talking like prodigies and stuff, like making a b- better world, not so much, you know, like well, ex, you know, security and, guards or whatever for whoever. Well, and then just hearing a little bit about the story, he was murdered as a bodyguard. So he's not in a great place anyway. He's got hidden weapons, you know, yeah. and including a rare, you know, handgun that's hard to get. That could be another source, like how I was talking about kind of trying to find correlations between people that have like these past life memories. What if they died in like a really traumatic way? Like, because so far today, you've talked about this one who died in a suspect way, right? I imagine Uh, you talked about the destroyer that that sank or got blown up or whatever it was. Now, what was the the, the last one? Yeah, electric chairs. Another child got eaten. So what if it was like you were taken off this this world in like an unjust way, like a really traumatic way, if I want to like bare bones it, and then you just you snap back into a different body and and it was such a traumatic death that you remember that stuff through time and space into wherever you land like that wouldn't that that blows my mind thinking about it i don't know about you but that seems really difficult when the simple thing if there is a simple thing in something like this would just be to pop into a baby when it's when that baby's born it's like okay it's my next lesson just popping that baby yeah why not or the overseer's next next task for me in this vast computer we call the universe. Let's not go down. Was that your last story? Yep. Uh, that was a great one to end on. Good choice. Good choice. And that was definitely the first time I've heard it. But uh, you know what? You know what's interesting? I like this episode better than I like the other one. Did you? I feel like I feel like this one we branched out in our theories a little bit. Where the other one we we're just like, what? Yeah. Like how could this happen? You know, like which is fun for everyone listening, I'm sure. But. Um, but yeah, no, this this one I feel like we actually, maybe it's just because there's only two of us in here right now that we actually have a little more time to think about it. Yeah. Where we're not just trying to like piggyback off someone, what someone else is saying or something like that, you know? So, but yeah, this one, I feel like we actually might have, we might have gotten a little deeper in it. We might have cracked it open just a little further. And uh, more importantly, I think we should get the opinions of people that listen to this podcast. Like if you have opinions on, let's say, af- or what, reincarnation? Reincarnation, something, I mean, it doesn't even, you don't even necessarily have to believe in reincarnation. Yeah. What could tie all these together is what well, we're yeah. asking. Like, what's a common denominator that might explain why this happened? Because I'd be really interested in hearing everyone else's thoughts on it. Well, and I think everybody's had, every parent has had weird things their kids have said or done. True. So tell us about it. True. Even if it's ridiculous, like, mom, you always make me peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, don't you My stop last now. mom <laughs> choked on peanut butter and jelly. You know, yeah. who and knows? she died. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like. It, um, yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Like, send them in, you know, send, if, if you're on social media, just comment on whatever the post is for this episode. Just say, hey, this is what I think. Or, hey, you guys sound really great, and I bet you're super attractive, but this is what I think about the, the episode. Oh, and, you know, we'll we'll chime in. That's what we do. But yep. if, if you're not on social media and you like to keep away from that stuff, just send us an email at the gang at the freaky dot com 
Let us know your thoughts on the episode on reincarnation, past lives, whatever it is. If you have a story that we haven't touched on too, let's send that in as well. Socials are at Freaky Deaky Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And TikTok is at TFT Paranormal. Also, quick shout out to people that are listening from overseas. I, you know, I'm sure you check the stats as well. We've been getting a lot of people from different countries. But if you're in New Zealand or Australia or any of these other countries that just look a lot cooler than we're at, where we're at right now, send an email. You know, we're shouting you out. Thank you for checking out the podcast. Keep coming back. Tell your friends. Let's tour Australia, Christian. Let's do it. Yeah, yep. Iceland. Let's make that happen. Can we? We'll manifest yep. that, right? The EU, the UK. <laughs> <sighs> Send us, a, send us a picture of where you're listening from. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, next week, Chris is going to be sharing some paranormal tales from his life and his work and whatnot. So you do not want to sit that. It is the season finale, or the, I guess the series finale for summer break. Yeah, season two starts in a couple weeks, and we are excited about that. You should be too. Tell your friends, hop on the socials, follow along, and we will see you next week for the finale. Goodbye. Goodbye.